0: I greet you this morning with the words of Clara H. Scott on the matter of commitment and consecration. Taken from Psalms 119 and verse 18. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. She said in the first answer, Open my eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Placed in my hand the wonderful key That shall unclasp and set me free Silently now I wait for thee Ready, my God, thy will to see Open my eyes, illumine me spirit divine open my eyes that i might see i would like for us this morning to start a little devotion looking at this matter of how we are to be careful not to be judgmental refraining from unjust judgment bear in mind that jesus and The book of Matthew chapter 7 is teaching against some of the things the Pharisees practice. They were very critical about others, and he was very critical about them and how self-righteous they were. So he said to them in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1, Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. As I look at the tense of the verb judge, it signifies a once and for all judgment. If we first judge ourselves, then we are preparing for that final judgment when we face God. The Pharisees played God as they went about condemning other people. They never stopped to consider that God would one day judge them. Before I go any further to explain these verses, my heart tells me that I need to stop and clear up in the minds of some what this is not saying. Today, people live their lives to please themselves. And if you speak to them, many quickly tell you, don't judge me, and then they refer to this passage. When I go back and listen to the entire sermon from chapter five onward, we will see Jesus teaching the distinction between true religion and false religion, between spiritual truth and hypocrisy. This teaching is doing no less than teaching his people to be dishonors of truth and error, between true righteousness and false righteousness. Jesus warns in Matthew 7, verse 15, he said, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raven wolves. We must beware of false prophets. When I see this. I take this to mean that we are to judge if one is speaking for God or not we are told we must confront a sinning brother and deal with the matter until there is a solution. In Matthew 18, verse 15 to 17, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. If someone did something to you, It is in your place to go to that someone without anybody else or without telling anybody else and try to get that matter rectified. Verse 16 says, But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, then let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. God gives us clear instructions on how to deal with matters pertaining to his church, his people. We are told to look out for those who cause division in church. In Romans 16, 17, and 18, now I beseech you, brethren, Mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fierce speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. We are told not to associate with the sinning brother, and we should not even have a meal with him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or idolater, or railer, or drunkard, or an extortioner, with such and one not to eat. Every message we hear is to be judged. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 8, But though we are an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a cause. The message must be sound biblically. We are told not to accommodate anyone whose doctrine is incorrect. In 2 John verse 10 and verse number 11, If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. Don't ever get the notion that I could do what I want to do even if it is wrong and no one should say anything to me. That is a wrong attitude to have. This text is not saying I cannot expect others not to check me and my life out and see if what I say or what I do is correct. People feel like they are not accountable to anyone, but we all are accountable to each other. No one should be a judge of another if their motive is not right. To judge a matter, one must have the facts. In Proverbs eighteen thirteen, He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. Whatsoever we do should be in love and for the benefit of the work of Christ. Romans chapter 14 verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. What Jesus here forbids us is self-righteousness, hasty, unmerciful, Prejudice based on human standards. He gave three reasons why such judgment is set for. My time is up. Next morning, I will share them with you. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you have taught us how we must check ourselves before we go around checking others. And Lord, when we check others, it should be for the benefit of trying to help to correct, to set things right. You have your way with us as we look through these verses and encourage each other every morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brethren, I say God bless you and have a great day as you share these devotions with others.